Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hey traders, um, well today's Friday and we're just about to hit the weekend. So this is my lot, lot. This is my last podcast for the week. I can't even talk. It should be my last podcast at all, forever. Um, <clears throat> so today I'm going to talk about the trade. Um, I'm going to talk about the day, the trade, the event that nobody wants to talk about. It's that hard day that you had, which you started it off well, and then it's a a day that turned into a a kind of a disaster day in trading. Not so pleasant, right? But, you know, in reality, everybody went through it. So everybody wants to brush off their trade, get rid of it, or get rid of the trading day, the trading month, whatever period period you went through and um, kind of start over so today we talk we're going to talk about how we are or how we should start over so the first thing that you have to realize is this is that when you have bad trading days like those days that you lost so much that you really did not expect to lose that much it happens to a lot of traders. Everybody takes it personally. It is not a good day. I get it. I'm not here to comfort you in terms of saying it's going to be okay because I don't know. It's up to your trading skills. But I would tell you that it happens to all traders. It, it happens to big traders, small traders, experienced, non-experienced it happens the earlier it happened in your career the better i wish i could say that it would never happen but just the odds are and the more frequently you trade that one day you're going to get yourself into trouble and this is just the nature of trading so what do you do you know how do you cope with it and what um what, what conclusions to make? So let me give you just a little bit of guidance. So look, there are bad days that you can't recover from. You, you really can't. I mean, there were so... It, if it consumed your entire trading account, if it was just um, disaster kind of a... Without being dramatic, of course, but let's say financially it was devastating. 
to lose that much. If, if, even though in futures you should trade risk capital, if you're a beginner, even in other assets you should trade risk capital. But assuming that you know you did start with risk capital, and you lost a big chunk of that risk capital when you uh, started trading, you know if it's a really big big amount, then it's really hard. In reality, you should never have disaster days. You can have many trading days that you'll lose. You can have, you know, bad trading periods, but you should never be in a situation that if it's up to you, I should say, if it's in in your control, that you've actually lost so much that you can't even, you can't trade financially, just don't have the margins or you don't have the capital or psychologically just completely, you know, took you back and it just kind of made you very scared. You should never do it. Now, as I said before, it's, you know, as long as it's under your control, meaning that, look, if you were in a trade and you were leveraged right with the right number of contracts, it was reasonable. The market gapped because of a tweet. It gapped because of some circumstances that were really not up to you. And it could happen. It does happen. Then it's understandable. You can say, look, I, I didn't expect it. I didn't know I took it the right size. So you can even you can't even complain to yourself and say, look, this is the mistake that I've done. I mean you traded the right number of lots, something happened, the market gapped. That's one thing. But most of the time in my in in my experience and in my opinion, that's not what happens. What happens is just that gradual, you know, gradual thing where you're trying to recover trying to come back, trying to make it back, trying to say the market is too high, the market is going low, it's going to come back. If You know, you have all this going on. So at some point, you do need to say, look, this is just not working. This is just not working. You got to have the ability to say that. This is not about, you know, you mentally, you're not there. So the market, yeah, I know the trades are coming, going, you have setups. But if mentally you're not there, just stop. Stop. You know, it doesn't matter how much you lost the day. It could be very little. Maybe you're just grinding that day. You know, just stop. That's number one. So I really don't want anybody in the future to have a disaster day. You will have losing days. It's inevitable. But don't have disaster days. Now, if you did have a disaster day, and this is what I really want to emphasize, you must know why. You, you, if, if, if you do not analyze what happened, and you're going to do the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, it's just there's no point of trading. What you want to do is learn from your mistakes, right? Now, sometimes it's really hard to be very conscious of every single step that happened and what the market did. But I'm just making you think in the big picture. What was the big picture? And there aren't that many mistakes that you could have done. I mean, really, it narrows. you could narrow it down to um, a lot of... Um, you could, sorry, you can narrow it down to a small number of, 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 of things. So, so, for example, not a lot of things. I made a mistake. Don't pay attention. Again, it's before the weekend and I'm tired. What I meant to say is that the number of mistakes could be narrowed to a small number of factors. It's either you overtraded. It's either you traded a size that is too big. It's either you were trying to re- recover or you just didn't read the market right and you went with some big amount and you thought for sure this is the one and it's not the one right you just over leveraged there aren't that many mistakes that happen 
right? Don't, you know, everybody takes it very personally. And so I ask traders, you know, what, what, what kind of mistakes do you think they, you made? And as soon as they start talking about the markets, I'm like, leave the market alone. It has nothing to do with it. What the market did is not anything relevant to it in your analysis. So if you say, look, I went long and, you know, I had my indicator and the RSI and I bought also this indicator from this guy and I had this color thing with the arrow from the third guy and everything pointed up and the market went down. Well, so so that's the conclusion. So what's the conclusion? That the market went down, it went against you, right? So don't, in your analysis, don't talk about the market. I mean, I shouldn't say you should never talk about it because obviously everything is done in the context of the market. But just don't start, you know, the point is what I'm trying to say is that the market is not an excuse. You have to say, okay, what did I do wrong? Choosing the market direction is, in my opinion, is not what people do wrong. Obviously, when you get caught up in, in this thing, when the market goes up and you short and goes up and you short and you go up and you short, you just got into this bad habit of, okay, you know what? For sure, it has to fall at some point, right? Just like um, they call it like uh, the gambler's fallacy, right? I mean, if you think if the blackjack, blackjack dealer had 10 hands in a row where he had a blackjack, the 11th one, he must flop. No. He could be at 11 and 12 and 13. They're the same thing with the market. It can go on and on and on and on and on. So if you kept on shorting when the market went up and it went against you, what you really need to say is not to say that the market kept on going up and it was obvious it should go down and the market is wrong because the market is never wrong. It's it's not that the market is not cannot get overextended. That's the thing. Market can get overextended in, in its realism when it's optimistic and it can get overly sold when it's pessimistic. But that's the market. What you really need to make a conclusion is that you fought a trend that was going against you, right? You. This is what you did. It's not that the market kept it. It was fought a trend. So the trend could have been down. It could have been up. So I'm making a very generic thing. I kept on fighting the market. That was your mistake, right? That's the mistake. And that's a mistake that you want to learn and say, okay, I'm not going to do it in the future. That's the conclusion you should, you, you should come to. Or you can say, okay, I, I over-traded that day. I had my target as far as how much I want to lose. I didn't listen to my target. What the market did afterwards is irrelevant. Your target, you say, okay, so now I'm in the future I'm going to listen to it. Or you can say, I read something, it affected my bias, or I went to a chat room, I went to a forum, I read a blog, you know, I read the news, and I came biased to the market. I traded on a bias. I saw that the market from from its initial open was not what I thought. I still went in. And then you can say, well, maybe I should come as a day trader and never listen to anyone. So all the conclusions that you make have to be outside of what the market did. The minute you start pinning your mistakes to market movement, you're getting into a factor that you cannot control. You cannot control whether the market is going to go up or down. You just, you just can't. We, we're not trying to predict what the market is going to do in, in the future when we're trying to build habits. That's not part of building good 
trading habits. So part of it is if you were if you went through this day, and, and I know many traders will listen to this, they did go through this day. Just be honest with yourself. What did I do wrong? And remove the market component. Just talk about yourself and everything else. Now, the reason that it's important to do that is the minute you become conscious of those things, it's, I hope that you won't repeat it again. Some people repeat the same thing a number of times until it clicks and they say, you know what, I can't do it. I just, I, I just can't do that. If it hits my certain target, I want to get out. You know, if it reaches certain profit, maybe I want to get out. Whatever conclusion you make is, is, is up to you. And, and I can't say that one conclusion is better or worse than another because it's very individual and it's an individual journey. But one thing for sure, you have to go through it. Now, you know, I would tell you this. If you had a bad day, okay, in trading, not a disaster day, and a bad day, it's still important also to review what happened, not to go into a very deep analysis. The deep analysis, most of the time, should be kept for the good trading days. So I would tell you this. If you have an amazing day, okay, if you had an amazing day in trading that you never anticipated, right, even then, you have to actually talk about what you did right in terms of your habits, not talk about the market. And the reason, I'm deviating here a little bit, but this has to do with habits. You want to write a lot when, when good things happen because you want to train your brain to remember the habits that you did well. This is why you have to go write them. This is why you have to go to review them. So it gets, the good gets into your DNA. When you have bad days, obviously it's important to learn, but you write half the stuff. So for example, if you were to, to take a Word document and write, if it's a good day, I would write 500 words. And if it's a bad day, I would write, you know, two, 250 words. Because, you know, you don't want to start writing about the bad stuff. So it also goes subconsciously into your DNA. But that's a habit thing. But if you had a disaster day, which is a really bad day, beyond what you anticipated, right? It's one of those days that you think about it all the time. It sometimes um, it could be a, a day or a trade or th that left you gun shy, right? You know what? I would write 1,500 words and read it. And when you read it, you know, you might revise a few things. And one of the things that you want to do on those kind of days is also have a solution, right? So part of this 1,500 page, I mean, three-page Word document that's 1,500 words or roughly, you know, what you should want to do is to say, okay, here's the mistakes that I've done. And to leave it on a positive note is to have the last page to say, here's the good thing that came out of it. Here's the positive that I've learned. And here's how I am going to act in the future and this kind of exercise will, will will help you substantially now of course in my heart of hearts you know i wish that it would never happen but it happened to me it happened to a lot of other traders i'm still here today you know still you know loving the markets you know not because the markets are the markets it's because of what they demand out of traders it's just the challenge. You know, what I like about the markets is the challenge. I don't like the markets the way many people like the markets. I don't like to talk to people about interest rates and to talk about, you know, fiscal policy and monetary policies. 
I can't stand it. I, I First of all, I don't understand all the implications of everything. And every year there's a different factor, you know, and different phrase and quantitative easing. I mean, I get all those terms. I get it. I'm intelligent enough to understand what they're supposed to do. But that's not what intrigues me about the markets. What intrigues me about the markets is really the process and the puzzles that you choose to solve every day. And part of this puzzle is this mental puzzle. And part of being having a mental puzzle that you're trying to put together of yourself as a profile, building a method, and the beauty of it is also have you know a process of odds, right? So again, you know, I don't treat the markets as um, you know something that I look as a as a as a crystal ball that I'm trying to guess what it's going to do. What I'm trying to do is really always focus about how am I going to handle risk when I'm wrong. So going back to that those days, they will happen, right? But what you want to do is really minimize them, again, as I mentioned, as long as they're under your control. If it happened to you before and you did nothing about that day, you just carried on trading, you didn't make the conclusions, you didn't write anything, I'm going to tell you this, it will happen. And this time it could happen even in a bigger magnitude, bigger magnitude. Because you did not make the conclusions out of it, you didn't study it, um, you didn't, you know, made some sort of, um, you know, you didn't turn it into an experience. Now, this is, I don't know why, when, when, when I, again, everything that I'm telling you is just from talking to traders, trying to understand how they think, and a lot of those things, and all the conclusions that I made are observ- behavior, obser- behavioral observations it's not that i have a crystal ball knowing that a person that made mistakes before and didn't learn from them you know will repeat them again i don't know that as a fact but i could tell you that just from my experience you know the people that have made big mistakes they seem to repeat them all the time and sometimes in smaller magnitudes and bigger magnitudes but magnitudes that are big enough you know to make them gun shy of trading for a very long time so your exercise is this, if it happened to you before and you went through a day that was really bad, honestly, take a piece of paper, start writing down the process. Try to remember what happened. Don't talk about the market, as I mentioned. Try and write down what happened and write down what you think you should not do. Turn it into a positive experience. Look, there are setbacks in life, unfortunately, you know, I'm talking about life, not trading, that sometimes it's very hard to recover, right? I mean, there's tragedies, you cannot, you know, I hope that the loss that you've experienced is not of such magnitude that maybe it made you gun shy for a while, maybe it had some sort of a setback for a while, even financially, but I hope it's not something that, you know, uh, stopped you completely. And if it didn't, then at least make the effort to do this. Now, you can listen to this at the end of this podcast, Turn it, you know, turn it, turn it off now or just listen to the end. And then you can go to the next podcast of the, your next favorite uh, person that uh, you're listening to. And, and this could go away. Please, like I said, just do it. You know, at the end of this uh, podcast, go take a piece of paper, write it down. You know, try to jot down everything that you remember that happened that day. You know, try to write down then the things that um, happened again, regardless of the direction of the markets, all the mistakes that you have done, your state of mind at the time is important. 
think about what state of mind, what took over. So if it happens again, you can recognize that and say, okay, you know what? This is exactly what I went through last time. And last time it did not end well. And I don't want it to end like this again. So again, take the effort. You know, if I'm putting the effort to put this podcast, you're not always my customer. I might never do business with you, but I do care about the fact that you trade. I do care about the fact that you come every day to the market, you put your capital at risk and in order to gain. So I do care from that perspective and I wish all the traders nothing but the best. And the people who don't listen to this podcast, who don't know about this, obviously this is going to be potentially, you know, your mental strength. Again, those who don't go through this process of becoming a better trader. On this note, I'm going to wish you an awesome weekend. Relax. Take it easy. Take your loved one outside. Walk a little bit. If you're in a public area, wear a mask. It's no big deal. Um, and, uh, you know, smell the flowers. Yeah, with the mask if you can. Um, and that's basically it. And just reminding everyone that I'm a licensed futures broker and there is a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future result. Please trade only with your risk capital. Um, It's the only thing you should trade with. I would love to earn your business. If over the weekend you have a chance, go to www.optimusfutures.com. See what we offer. You know, you can talk to us on the chat. If you're in North America, Canada, Mexico, uh, it's 1-800-771-6748. If you're overseas, outside of North America, it's 561-367-8686. We would love to help you. We would love to um, own your business, trust, and and we all hope that us together as the Optimist family, we grow together as traders. So again, I wish you a peaceful weekend, a um, phenomenal Saturday and Sunday, and I'll see you guys next week. All the best. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.